Welcome to Wrestling Discussions. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, here to discuss some WWE topics. Welcome to Wrestling Discussions, Episode 3. I'm your host, Ashley Janae, and as usual, I want to thank God for blessing me to do another episode. And I also want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in to today's episode, which is called Teamwork Makes Makes the Dream Work. And it's going to be about my 15 favorite tag teams of all time and some that I currently still a team. So I figured since Episode 2 was about favorite wrestlers of all time, so let me make this episode about my favorite tag teams of all time so let's get into it I'm going to start off with number 15 which is rated RK bro which consists of Randy Orton and Matt Riddle to be honest I would have never thought in a million years that Randy Orton would team up with Matt Riddle especially with Randy being the Viper and Riddle being this real cool, chill guy coming to the ring with a scooter, calling everyone bro. I did not see that coming, but I got to say, they did make a great team, and I felt like it was a great business move to have Randy not only work with Riddle, but also mentor him as well, because Randy has been wrestling for years, and Riddle was still in his early years of wrestling, so that was a great move. And they had a lot of uh, funny moments backstage that just made my day and night, depending on when I watched it. And I remember Randy was trying to get him focused on their matches (laughs) instead of instead of him agreeing with Randy about the match. He would change the subject and talk about something that was off the wall, but it was funny. And And then you could tell Randy was trying so hard not to laugh or break his character. But I was very excited when they became the tag team champions. I felt like it was well-deserved, and it was cool to see them on a title reign for a while until the Usos regained the titles. I could tell that Riddle had the most respect for Randy because he would do his signature his signature slash finisher move. He would give Randy his props, and even he got emotional on Raw one night after they had lost the titles on SmackDown to the Usos. Uh, you know, he shared that Randy was having issues with his back and how, he, and how he would push through the pain just to entertain the fans. And he had wished him a speedy recovery because he was due to have surgery and he had a match that night and he was dedic- and he dedicated it to him. And that just goes to show how much concern and respect he had for Randy. And I hope they reunite again because I really did like them together as a team. And they did become one of my favorite tag teams. Number 14 is going to go to Sasha Banks and Bailey. These ladies made history when they became the first women to win a women's tag team championship at Elimination Chamber. I would have never thought in a million years we would see a women's tag team championship. You know, it always crossed my mind you know, if it would ever happen or not, but I see it did happen. And I just remember watching that match at home and I was so proud of them because not only did they make history, but they inspired many women. Um, They inspired many women that you can do it. You can do anything you set your mind to do. And all of those women that fought for the title put their bodies through hell. And I got to say, that was one of the best women matches of all of all time that I had watched and all of those women that was in that match deserve a round of applause because they put on the show. And I just remember how 
Um, Sasha and Bailey was, was just so emotional after they won that they was both speechless. And I guess in a moment like that, you know, who wouldn't be speechless because they did accomplish something so be, so huge that night. And then it was just uh, great to see, see them as tag team champions because it's like you had two best friends that wanted the same dream and they finally did it. And it was cool to see them win the tag, see them win the titles again, becoming a two-time women's tag team champion. So Bailey and Sasha would definitely be one of my favorite tag teams. And Sasha Banks also became champion with Naomi, making them the first black women to win a women's tag team championship. So let's keep on making history. Number 13 is going to go to New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Y'all already know it's going to be the New Day that consists of Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E. And I got to say, the New Day has been together for a very long time, and I hope they continue to stay a stay, stay, stay a stable as well. Uh, number one, they made history becoming one of the longest stables ever. They had multiple title tag team title wins and having the longest title reigns as well. So they definitely made history. At first, WWE didn't think that the sta that this stable would work out, but Kofi, Xavier, and Big E didn't give up on on being a stable. So instead of them being a good guys with a good guy gospel gimmick, they like they were originally supposed to have. They event they eventually well they was bad at first, and then they eventually became fan favorites, and they still are fan favorites to this day. So I love their entrance. It's very energetic, fun, and it gets the fans out of their seats with their dance moves and a trombone Xavier uh, plays when he comes out to the ring. And I love their interactions with the fans, and I love the chants, and I really admire Xavier and Big E for standing by Kofi's side when he won a WWE title at WrestleMania. That will always be a very special and memorable moment because when Kofi won, the New Day won. And it was very emotional because it took Kofi 11 years of being in the business to finally get his shot at the title and win. So that's why I, I admire the New Day because they support each other and they are fan favorites. So hopefully they continue to stay stable so we could chant New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Number 12 is going to go to the Usos, which consists of Jimmy and Jay Uso. The Usos have made history being the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history and also winning the uh, titles multiple times. And they are also currently the undisputed tag team champions. Uh, they come from a huge wrestling background, and it was definitely in their blood to wrestle. Their father is the Hall of Famer Rikishi, and they are related to Roman Reigns, who's their cousin, Solo Sokoa, which is their younger brother, and the Wild Samoans, which was Alpha Asika. They related to them along with Umaga, Rosie, Tamina, Nia Jax, The Rocks, and, and many more. And they dominate week after week. They dominate week after week and they know each other like a book because they are twins and they communicate very well and they match us together. So I'm very curious as to who they would face for the titles at WrestleMania and will they still keep them on a, on a long title reign? 
Because I know currently they are beefing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So I think that will be a great match at Mania. So we should see if it happens or not. And they are also part of the bloodline. And I do wonder how much longer would the bloodline stay together? Because it seems like they, they having issues already. But other than that, they are my favorites. Because they have an oppressive title reign. They work well together, and they know what it takes to get the job done. So even though they heels right now, they still are a great team, and I think they're going to be uh, the baby faces again pretty soon. So shout-outs to the Usos. Number 11 is going to go to the Street Profits that consist of Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. I really admire the Street Profits because they started at NXT and eventually came over to the main roster and then just been dominated and putting on a great show each and every time they perform. I like their style and how they get the fans on their feet when their interest music plays. Uh, they are very excited and athletic, and they are hilarious too. So I hope they become tag team champions again really soon because it was great to see them as, as the tag team champions. And I also learned that the EST, the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, designs their wrestling gear, and she designs her own as well. So the Street Profits would definitely be one of my all-time favorites, and I hope they do wrestle again at this year's WrestleMania. Number 10 is going to go to Rey Mysterio and the Hall of Famer, Eddie Guerrero. Ray and Eddie definitely made a great team, and I could tell they had a lot of great chemistry, and they enjoyed working together as well. Uh, they were both athletic, and they were high flyers, so that was definitely a plus. I really enjoyed their last tag team title reign back in 2005, because that would be the last tag team title reign for Eddie Guerrero before he passed away so that would be a be a memorable title reign and one of the reasons why they were my favorite tag teams of all time and also rest in peace to Eddie Guerrero number nine is gonna go to Brooklyn Brooklyn which is crime time, which consists of Shad Gaspard and JTG. I will never forget this. I will never forget the first time I saw the promo promo that crime time was coming to the main roster. And I was very excited because I really liked their style and their theme song. And I liked the fact that they was a street, a street thug stable. And you really didn't have many stables like that at the time. So I was amazed by their gimmick and style and I was amazed that the WWE went on here with that um, with that gimmick. And then they had on um, the bulletproof vest, the baggy pants, the Timberland boots, the, t the tank tops, and, and the grills. And they were really representing, too. And then I remember how funny they were. And I remember they had went to a senior citizen home to entertain the elderly with Christmas carols that was so hood and funny. So instead of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, they were singing Reggie the Red the red Face Crackhead. I'm like, wow, no, they didn't. And you shouldn't have seen the look on those old people's face. They was like, what the hell is going on? And then instead of them singing Silent Night or 
And then instead of talking about Silent Night, they were talking about robbing and pimping. I'm like, wow, no, they didn't. And instead of let it snow, let it snow, they were singing, give me gold, give me gold. I'm like, wow, no, no, they didn't. No, they didn't do that to them people. And then, uh, so that will forever be one of my favorite moments. And then I just wish they would have won the tag team titles. But all is well, you know, they were still a great stable and they really, you know, did their part. And also rest in peace to Shag Gaspard. Number eight is going to go to Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Paul London and Brian Kendrick, one thing I could say about them is they was a very exciting, high-flying stable. They were very athletic and such a joy to watch in the ring. You know, when you hear that entrance music, everyone knew what time it was. They will always run to the ring. And I will always wonder, do they ever get tired from all of that running back, running to the ring? But it looked like they still looked like they still had a lot of energy when they made it to the ring. And Paul London used to team up with Billy Kidman. But once they split up, that was when Brian Kendrick came into the picture. And that was the best move ever because both of them were high flyers and they had so much chemistry. That's what made them become so successful and how they became two-time tag team champions. So they were definitely my favorite. Number seven is going to go to the Los Guerreros, which consisted of Eddie Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero. In my opinion, Eddie and Chavo being a team made so much sense because number one, they were related Eddie being Chavo's uncle and Chavo being Eddie's nephew and wrestling was in their blood. Uh, Eddie's father was the legendary Gory Guerrero and Chavo Guerrero's dad was Chavo Guerrero Sr. AKA Chavo Classic. And both Eddie and Chavo was so close in age that they were, that they were a perfect match and that they did work well together as a team and they won the tag team titles together as well. So that was definitely a highlight in both of their careers. And I hated to see them split up because it didn't end well. Chavo ended up turning on Eddie after they failed to regain their to regain their tag titles so yeah i hated to see see them split up but i gotta say they was still a great team and would definitely be definitely be one of my favorites Number six is going to go to the Brothers of Destruction, which was Kane and The Undertaker. They made such a great team, and they were such a perfect match. And it did make sense to team up two powerhouses together to, to dominate the tag team division at the time. So you're talking two guys that had a choke slam out of this world and a power driver out of this world that won multiple tag titles together. And I like the fact that the WWE made them brothers because their style was very similar. And they also had an interesting storyline. And they also had great matches together because of their chemistry. And it was also good to see them reunite a few times. So definitely the Brothers of Destruction was definitely one of my all-time favorite tag teams. Mm -hmm. 
Number five is going to go to APA, a.k.a. the Appalites, which consists of JBL and Farouk, a.k.a. Ron Simmons. I really liked APA. They was a very strong, dominating team. And every time they come to the ring, they would have this most serious look. They would have the most serious looks on their face, just ready to take down their opponents. JBL had the most powerful clothesline there is, and Ron had a ruthless finisher as well. So that was a team that did not play and why they won multiple tag team titles and why both of those legends are Hall of Famers. Number four is going to go to Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian were very, was a very great stable. They were brothers in the WWE, but really best friends since childhood. They both had the same dream since they were children to become WWE superstars, and they did it and became one of the most successful tag teams of all time. So they, so they are one of the reasons why we have TLC matches, and they had some of the greatest TLC matches with the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys. I never, I would never forget the historic TLC matches they had at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. And I would never forget where Edge jumped off the ladder to spear Jeff Hardy while he was dangling in the air trying to get the titles at WrestleMania 17. And that will always be a classic moment in my book. And Edge and Christian also won multiple tag team titles as well. Number three is going to go to get the tables. We already know that's the Dudley boys that consist of Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, and Spike Dudley. The Dudleys have been around since ECW, and that explains why they are so extreme and why they had an obsession for tables. I really liked how well the Dudleys worked together and how ruthless they were. They are the reason why table matches exist, why they were so exciting, and why they were so brutal. And they are one of the reasons why we have TLC matches, and they had some of the uh, greatest TLC matches with the Hardy Boys, the Edge and Christian, and their finishing move together was the 3D. So anyone that took that was not getting up after that. So you'll be out one, two, three. And they would give someone the 3D through it through the table. So if any so if any team had to go against them in a TLC match or a table match, they had better be careful. And they are definitely um, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And that is one of the reasons why they are Hall of Famers. <laughs> Number two is going to go to the Hardy Boys, a.k.a. Team Extreme, which consists of Matt and Jeff Hardy and Lita. The Hardys is definitely one of my favorites of all time. You're talking about two brothers from North Carolina that had big dreams of making it into the WWE, and they did it and, and became one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So both Matt and Jeff were risk takers and high flyers, so they didn't have any problems jumping off ladders and crashing people through tables. That's why they were called Team Extreme, and they are also the reason why we have TLC matches and why they were so brutal and epic. I will never forget when Jeff Hardy did a swanton bomb off of a ladder at SummerSlam 2000, trying to land on Bubba Ray Dudley, but ended up crashing uh, through the tables because Bubba Ray moved out of the way just in time, and that will forever be an epic and unforgettable moment. 
and the Hardys have won the tag team titles multiple times, reunited many times, and made a surprise return at WrestleMania 33 to once again win the tag team titles, which was a shock because I did not see that coming, and I don't think nobody did. So that was a huge uh, shock, shocker and a surprise. So other than that, they are one of the greatest tag teams of all times, and they did pave the way for current stables we see today, along with the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, Edge and Christian, and many more. Number one is gonna go to Are You Ready? I think you all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you, and that is D-Generation X. Definitely one of the greatest stables of all time that consisted of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X-Pac, China, and the New Age Outlaws, which was Billy Gunn and Road Dog. I really like DX, and I like the fact that they did their own thing, and they didn't give a damn about breaking the rules either. They just uh, did their own thing to entertain the fans. If that means spray painting DX on buildings, people, wherever they wanted to spray it on they didn't care they was just all about having fun so they did a lot of things on purpose to irritate people and they did a lot of impersonating too i remember back in 2006 when dx reunited with only triple h and Shawn michaels I did not see it coming, but I'm glad it, it, that it did happen. And I remember them giving Vince and Shane hell every week on Raw. And I remember they was playing with Vince McMahon's mic, changing his voice around to make him sound different. He had, he he was recorded in the bathroom, and then he had got and then his uh, private jet had got spray painted. And uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels had impersonated them basically how they come to the ring so they did an impersonation of that and i remember when they pulled the rear axle off of vince's limo that was uh funny as hell i gotta say that was funny then then vince's shane was leaving raw and they had gotten a limo and all I saw was a chain underneath the rear axle. And when a driver started to uh, accelerate, the whole axle came off, causing the back of the limo to crash down. And that's when Vince and Shane got out the limo in some pain. And that's when Vince saw DX spray paint, uh, spray painted on the door. And he started going crazy. He said, damn it damn it and then he kicked the door and he started screaming and crying and that will forever be a, a memorable moment for me and i remember when they spray painted dx on jonathan coachman's rear end on raw so they had threw him head first in the, into the wall pulled his pants down and spray and spray painted dx on him and what was funny about the situation was he had on the whole thong no type of drawers a thong and sean was like what man wears a thong and that's why DX will forever be one, be my number one favorite stable of all time. And that's why they will be considered one of the greatest of all time and why they are Hall of Famers. And if you are not down with that, I got two words for you. <laughs> so that's going to do it for Wrestling Discussions Episode 3. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and I would also like to take the time out to congratulate Rey Mysterio on becoming the first uh, Hall of Fame inductee of 2023. 
it was well deserved for him. He's been wrestling for so many years and I just felt like it was well deserved. I've been watching him wrestle since I was 10 years old. I'm almost 30. So that just goes to show you how much um, he's been an inspiration to wrestling and how much I idolize him. So again, congratulations to Rey Mysterio for making it, making it into the Hall of Fame this year. And episode four of Wrestling Discussions will be coming out soon. And please leave your comments and reviews about today's episode. That would be greatly appreciated. And please subscribe to Wrestling Discussions to get notifications on my new po- on my new episodes. And also check out my other podcast, Inspiring Discussions, where I discuss inspiring topics. And you all can follow me on Instagram at Blue Shades1993. And you can also follow me on Twitter at AshleyJanae93. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Ashley Janae. Stay safe and God bless you all. And I almost forgot, um, anybody that's interested in merchandise, I have merchandise on my, on my uh, website. And I will leave the link in the description box below.